0: a long time ago, in a galaxy far, far away. Welcome back, Rebels and Imperials, to Force Ghost Coast to Coast. This is our first remote recording of this, uh, of this new era of the show. But the... Uh, the isolation of the coronavirus has led to us doing this all from our homes. And so uh, I am Brian with me, as always, are Liz and Matt. Hello, folks. Hello. Hey, how's it going? Uh, I mean, tell me how it's going.
1: I guess we're doing it. We're all doing OK, right? <laughs> I, I Yeah, just laying low, trying to not touch things. It's, it's uh, you know, it's been a time. Been a time.
2: Yeah. You know, washing my hands.
0: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I feel like for all three of us, we've also been spending more time than usual petting our dogs, which is not a bad thing.
2: No, it's a real bonus for our dogs.
0: Yeah. Yeah, he is he is very excited. Yeah. Dogs love getting, isolation, is what we're learning They're getting
2: very spoiled. Yes. <laughs>
0: but anyway, we are here to talk about a couple of things in regards to the Clone Wars. Last week, Matt and I reviewed... Uh, the first three episodes of The Clone Wars, I guess it was last week, whenever that was. It feels like it was both yesterday and a year ago, <laughs> because everything has changed since then. Uh, uh, the first three episodes of The Clone Wars Season 7, but Liz has taken this isolation time to start watching The Clone Wars, and so she has seen the first season of The Clone Wars. And so, Liz, let's just start with real briefly. You know, you've heard Matt and I talk up this show quite a bit. Having watched a, a bunch of episodes now, what did you think of the first season of the Clone Wars?
2: I have. Well, I, I have to say, I've been planning on watching the f- Clone Wars for a long period of time. Um, I'm going to say I probably started a few months ago, probably about two or three months ago, and I slowly started watching um, a few episodes, um, but just, you know, my schedule didn't allow it. And I. I'd have to say most of my friends who have watched it said I kind of had to make it through um, just the first season or two to make it to, let's say, the good stuff, which is kind of how I thought of it. Um, So I watched, I don't know, maybe 11 episodes uh, the other day when quarantine first started, (laughs) maybe last weekend. Dedication. Saturday. (laughs) Um, so i really powering through. And I have to say, I really enjoyed maybe the last few episodes of the first season. Um, I, I feel like there were a lot of new characters. Maybe, you know, of course, I was interested <laughs> in getting to know Ahsoka. Because um, I feel like I've heard the two of you talk about her a lot. Um, so maybe she was uh, someone I focused on. Um, and just see maybe just Anakin more. Um, in a different sort of realm I enjoyed seeing that mm-hmm. um, getting to know some new Star Wars character we saw we've talked about Star Wars characters having typical Star Wars names so mm-hmm. it's kind of on the lookout for that um, <laughs> as well so maybe those are my first thoughts there were some episodes I liked more than others that will continue um, and I, I I feel like too. I, it was sort of a lot of episodes focused on the typical star wars um thought of helping those that were oppressed the downtrodden um and that was something i enjoyed as well
0: well i mean that that fits right into your star trek love too like it S- does. star trek <laughs> is such a humanitarian show and so when, when star wars gets that way i could see you appreciating that yes
2: Yes, yeah, so I guess those are kind of my my first thoughts.
1: Yeah, something about interesting is sorry, ahead. Sorry, Matt, go ahead. That, oh, sorry. something about interesting is you talked about the idea of it being introduced to a lot of very new characters. I think one of the struggles of jumping into season one is the fact that a lot of the characters are actually old characters that have been <laughs> introduced elsewhere in a series that is no longer canon. What was it like trying to kind of jump into a middle of a storyline of Dirge and Ventress?
2: It was, you know, there was a lot to keep track of. I felt like it was almost like when I read a book that is um, maybe a foreign language text that's translated, maybe like a Russian novel where I need to keep track of names in order to figure (laughs) out what's going on. Um, but I I enjoyed it. I felt like it was like a world I was familiar with, but also um, a, a new world. Also, there were new elements to okay. it, so I enjoyed it.
1: That's always my worry about recommending starting the Clone Wars without watching the series that is now lost in time. Is that there's all these characters who actually are very interesting, but when you come in on the back end of a storyline that you've never been introduced to. It can be tough. Um, So, okay, I'm glad to hear that.
2: Yeah, and I feel like maybe it would take some dedication, but I feel like Star Wars is a world I'm willing to put that work into. There
0: you go. Yeah, and I also think, you know, Matt, I think on one hand, when you've read, not read is what I'm going to put it, when you know the first half of a story, someone jumping in without knowing that first half, you're worried that they're not going to get it. But I think for most of us, we encounter a lot of things in the middle of stories, and we just adapt pretty well as people to that. And so I don't. I I think it's different for you to and and for me to know those stories versus Liz isn't aware of it. And so to her, that's the beginning of the story. You know what I mean? That makes um, sense. Uh, mm-hmm. I I think you get probably get a fuller picture if you've if you've seen everything. But I don't. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think I think she'll be okay. Yeah. Um, so my first question for you, Liz, is sort of what you – do you have any sense yet for the different clone troopers, and any sort of bits of their personalities? Because over time, there's probably – Matt, would you say six clone troopers that you really get to know?
1: Yeah, probably around Somewhere there. Somewhere in that ballpark? Uh, yeah. Have you,
0: have you started to differentiate at all, Liz, or are they all still just sort of – the same clones right now
2: i feel like towards the end of the season i started to get a sense of differentiation and a sense that the let's say maybe main characters had a sense for who they were um i i feel like you know again through the series i see it through the view of the main characters um and maybe I get a sense of who the clone troopers are through them. So maybe it's become more clear towards the end of the first season. I did watch, I think uh, the first two episodes of the second season, and maybe it's becoming more clear there as well.
0: Okay. Um, Yeah. I mean, the, the big one is Rex. Uh, Yeah. Rex is a really important character, not just, well, uh, I'll, I'll stop there. Rex is a really important character. (laughs) Um, And, and Rex sort of becomes the... And correct me if you disagree with this, Matt. Rex sort of becomes the avatar of the clones, where as you get to know Rex and you get to know his personality and his thoughts and all of that, it sort of makes you consider the clones differently because you get so much time with Rex. Yes, 100%. Um, and Rex and Anakin form a really interesting pairing, and to a, to a lesser degree, Rex and Ahsoka as well. Um,
2: yeah. Alright. Yeah, I was thinking that also when I finished the first season, just the fact that the title of the series is Clone Wars, and the fact that I know sort of the least about those characters, which yeah. was interesting.
0: Yeah, and, and I think that one of the things that and Matt and I talked about this in the last episode, is that the the Clone Wars as a series never spends too much time with one character in a row. Like, you'll get a few episodes of clone stuff and then you'll get a Padme episode. Mm -hmm. Or you'll get a Jar Jar episode or a Yoda episode. Um, And so you don't necessarily spend, you know, 22 episodes with the same characters. Even though some characters appear a lot, some do not. Um, So from the... Of the characters you already knew, which which ones did you enjoy the Clone Wars portrayal of the most? You know, Anakin or Padme or the droids or what?
2: Um, I'm going to say Anakin, which I didn't expect at all because I feel like I never really liked Anakin much, which has made me want to rewatch the prequels. Um, See, and we told me... you. Yeah, I know. You guys are right. Um, And maybe see Anakin through a different lens. Um, Uh, Yeah, maybe. (laughs) We'll see. I don't know. I haven't watched them yet. Um, I I feel like maybe it made me like Padme less. I'm not sure yet. Um, We'll see. But I did like Anakin more, which I did not anticipate at all.
1: Yeah. I I mean, I, I would back you up on that anakin in the clone wars is this larger than life amazing figure one of my favorite characters in star wars In the films he is awful um so yeah it's very very interesting to see him in this life. you really see him in his glory you see him really caring you see him fighting for things you see him standing up for things not just spending screen time whining so it's a very different side to the character.
2: Yeah, that's a good point. I feel like there's a lot of whining in the prequels, and here hes it, it's not that. It's all the good stuff. He's taking yeah. action. Yes. You see him do stuff.
0: Yeah, I, I think it's interesting that like the Clone Wars helps you care about Anakin as a character, but I don't know how much it changes what you see in the prequels. I, okay. think, I, I think it gives you a better sense of what others see of him. Like, you understand better why Padme loves him. You understand better why Obi-Wan cares about him. Because you see all this heroic stuff he's doing, even if you don't see it in the films, it helps you to understand why they see it.
2: That makes sense.
1: I like that perspective.
2: Yeah. Yeah, me too.
0: So, it's, I'm very interested. We'll have to catch up with you throughout this. Um, we're going to have plenty of time, guys. So. <laughs> I,
2: I mean, that's a bo- It's a bonus oh, yeah. I'm positive oh, yeah. about this.
0: Yeah. I mean, you know, we might
1: have a weekly Liz watched another season of the Clone Wars <laughs> conversation because what else are we going to be doing? So, yeah.
2: I'm into it. Yeah.
1: Uh, so, I'm trying to keep, I'm like looking through the episode listings and seeing as I go. What has she seen here? So, <laughs> yeah um i do have one question and forth. this will evolve as you continue watching. him so this is really in my opinion one of the first times you really see the war side of star wars you saw an extended siege in season one extended battles is this giving you a different bit of perspective of the role of the jedi the role of the war and the resistance this is the first time we actually see the impact of war on the universe
2: it has. I, you know, I, I feel like the battles before were just one big sort of glorious battle, and you see the glory at the end, and this is the down and dirty sort of extended war. And you do see maybe the difference, uh, the different roles, I guess, um, between, you know, clone, Jedi, regular people, um, the nitty-gritty day-to-day maybe business of war. It is a different viewpoint. Yeah. Nice. Mm -hmm.
1: uh, There's a line in in the episode that dropped yesterday. I guess episode 5 of season 7 that really got me thinking about that. Um, So this kind of perceptions of what this war looks like from different angles. So trust me, we'll
2: continue to develop that as the quarantine continues. <laughs> quarantine and war. Yeah. One well uh, Interestingly in the real world, one we're always prepared for. It seems one. We're not. That's very
0: true. <laughs> no, we're, not. Oh, we're getting political now at that. <laughs> sorry. Sorry. <laughs> no, <that's> good. Hey. <laughs> uh, yeah. So uh, we're going to take a break now. When we come back, we're going to talk about the character that we haven't really talked about and some exciting news about the character. So
1: stay tuned. Subscribe to Robots from Tomorrow in iTunes or Stitcher so you never miss a thing. Robots from Tomorrow has hours of comic-focused entertainment week in and week out. And now, back to your show.
0: Okay, Liz, so we we talk a lot about Ahsoka on this show. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> Ahsoka is the favorite Star Wars character of my daughter Amelia and uh, my former co-host in this podcast and uh, one of Matt's favorite characters too, right? That's correct, yeah. So, so, what were your first impressions of Ahsoka Tano?
2: Well, um, I, I feel like, at least in Season 1, Ahsoka is young. And I am intrigued because Amelia, um, you know, it is Amelia's favorite character, your daughter's favorite character. Um, and she is a young Star Wars fan, so I want to know why. Um, and I know it, she is also one of Matt's favorite characters. And I, I feel like here in Season 1, we see her... Learning and grappling with what it means to be a Jedi. Um, and it, it seems like here in season one, a lot of that has to do with maybe not always following what Anakin has taught her um, and learning maybe that's not always the best um, way to go, um, especially at the end of season one. Um, so I'm curious to see, you know, where that leads her throughout later seasons, um, how she grows as a character, because it seems like that is what is going to happen.
0: Yeah, I mean, in, in some ways, the Clone Wars is really the Ahsoka show. Like, everything else is important, but really, it's about her growth. Right, Matt?
1: Yeah, she's really the lifeblood of the series in a lot of ways.
0: Uh, yeah. Right? You haven't watched the film yet, but I would say the film is actually the worst Ahsoka we see. Okay. Not, would you agree with that?
1: Yeah, yeah. Full blown snips on that one. Yeah. Um, <laughs> full blown snips. <laughs> I
0: love it. Uh, but, but, but yeah, so she she is full blown snips in the movie, uh, and you know there there is a lot of of sort of youth in her, and some of that is is charming. And some of that is not charming. And, uh, you know, as the show goes on, I think you will really grow to appreciate Ahsoka, or at least I really grew to appreciate Ahsoka. Um, and her story is, is is a very interesting one. There's actually a, a, an Ahsoka novel that maybe we can we can work into this show somewhere
1: along the way, too. Oh, all right. Um, so let I mean see. the schedule is packed we'll try and fit it in somewhere <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh, so let's
0: uh let's get to the big news the news is that uh, the actress who had been fan petitioned to play this character many many times Rosario Dawson has been announced mm-hmm. as or at least I don't know if Star Wars officially announced it, but everyone is reporting that it's a done deal, that she is playing Ahsoka in Season 2 of The Mandalorian. Yeah. Um, Matt, i got to start with you about this. What do you think about this?
1: If it is true, I am very, very excited. I very much love both the character of um, Ahsoka. I love um, Rosara Dawson. I'm hoping this is not just a rumor perpetuated by her boyfriend, Cory Booker, but... (laughs) If it's true, that makes me real happy. I do have a bit of a mixed feelings because we talked about this fear of having the Mandalorian be too tied in to characters we already know. Um, But we do have to bring the child somewhere Jedi related. So it makes sense. Um, So if that's the big star we rope in, I'm happy with that. Um, but I, am very excited. I just am hoping this not to be internet rumor. Um, I think she'd be great at the role. Um, and I would love to see, um, Ahsoka on screen. I was very, it, it hurt to see they redid. I don't know if anyone saw the trailer for the now, like I guess home movie release of, um, Rise of Skywalker, where they had the clips of the different Jedi as they were telling, um, Ray to get up, but they mm-hmm. only use the live-action movie ones. So they didn't use anyone from the series. Oh, uh, I didn't uh, see that. Yeah, so maybe mm-hmm. now she'll get her time in the in the sun. Finally, get the recognition that other characters on live action get. So excited yeah. for that. Hmm.
0: The one uh, the one bit of cold water I do want to throw on this is that late last year there was a lawsuit brought against Rosario Dawson and her family for apparently assaulting a trans person. Uh, if that's true fuck her and i don't want her in my star wars it's a lawsuit it could be a frivolous one i don't know but uh don't love don't love hearing that uh putting that aside because it is you know guilty innocent or proven guilty yada 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 um i i think it's excellent casting i think it is um i think it's going to be very interesting to see how she fits into The Mandalorian, because uh, I'm being purposely vague with this for Liz, but we know sort of where her story goes. And it seems like the part of her story we haven't seen yet, Matt, would be in the same time frame as this. Yeah. So I'm interested to see if that means that other characters that we know who she is, Going to be on this journey with will pop up. Mm. Because one of that, those characters has a very
1: strong connection to a Mandalorian. True. And a very strong connection to an item. Yes. That we've seen. Uh, this could bring a lot of things together. Yes. In a lot of ways. Yes.
2: Mm, mysterious. Mysterious. So, Liz, as somebody.
1: Or, at, you. <laughs>
0: Uh, Liz, as somebody with with less Ahsoka knowledge or you know Ahsoka experience, what do you think of the casting?
2: Uh, I, I guess good. I mean, again, I have you know less, much less knowledge than the two of you, so um, I feel like you know the casting news maybe wasn't as striking uh, for me. So uh, you know, we'll see. Maybe as I, I get deeper into Clone Wars, I'll have a few more thoughts.
0: Yeah. It's also casting that has been rumored – not rumored. Fans have asked for this for a very, very long time.
2: Okay.
1: Uh, right, Matt? Wouldn't you agree? Yeah, this has been a pretty common fan petition. So it's, it's going to yeah, be – Yeah, really I mean, if we're not going to get um, Childish Gambino Spider-Man, we may as well get <laughs> Rosario Dawson Ahsoka.
0: I am very, very interested to see if this is a if this is casting for the Mandalorian or if the Mandalorian is the backdoor pilot for more Ahsoka stuff.
2: Mm Hmm. I mean, that
1: that could be. I I mean, we've discussed the other series that I think is coming down the pipe. So, yeah, this might be the spinoff to that.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's gonna be really interesting. I'm yeah. I'm fascinated. Um, yeah. all right, well, I guess that does it for this little mini episode. We'll probably do more episodes now that we're quarantined, but they'll probably be shorter episodes. Yeah. Uh, so this is this is a good place to wrap up, I suppose. Uh, continue to follow uh, Multiversity Comics for keeping you up to date with all sorts of wonderful. Comic-related news during this quarantine. We're trying to operate as close to business as usual as possible, uh, just to keep everybody entertained. And uh, this is a great time for those who are listening to check out Disney Plus to watch the Clone Wars, to watch Rebels, to watch to rewatch the films. You know, there's there's no time like right now to get into these shows. So um, until next time, remember the Force will be with you always.